Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, your field guide, Alexander Blue Feather. Hi, Soul Sibling. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm real excited to share this nugget of juicy, uh, like fall, pumpkin spice, cool, crisp weather, fresh, clean air, fall leaves, colorful, costumes, spooky, all the magic. This is some ideas from a book called Shambhala, The Sacred Path of the Warrior, Chugyam Trungpa Rinpoche. And I'm going to read you a few quotes, but I want to give you a concept and an idea. So basically what this next few minutes is going to lay out and inspire for you, an invitation I'm giving you is to find your sense of humor, um, a genuine sense of humor and having a light touch, not beating reality into the ground, but appreciating reality with a light touch. So that's the phrase from this book, and I've been just devouring this book for the second time. So here's a little reading for you, and then I'll integrate it and bring it into an embodiment and tell you how it relates to the next couple weeks for me, and maybe it'll inspire your next mindful steps. So from the book, Shambhala, The Sacred Path of the Warrior, With the great problems now facing human society, it seems increasingly important to find simple and non-sectarian ways to work with ourselves and to share our understanding with others. Sorry, I just had these sound effects of crickets in my ears. You can't hear them, but (laughs) that's funny. Okay, so... Um, it seems increasingly important to find simple and non-sectarian ways to work with ourselves and to share our understanding with others. So the Shambhala teachings or Shambhala vision is this approach that I'm going to be kind of talking about over the next few months with you. And so basically Shambhala is related to Tibetan. It's related to Tibetan Buddhism, but even before Buddhism, It's related to Tibet and to the cultures that, let me find the quote right here, principles that were in pre-industrial societies of Tibet, India, China, Japan, and Korea. So before Buddhism and the religious structure, and there's this idea of this legend of, of a place called Shambhala. Um, which is an enlightened society. You know, it makes me think of, I don't know, every group, culture, society has those secret, sacred places. It makes me think of the musical Brigadoon or Schmigadoon, the remake on Apple TV, not the remake, but like the interesting, fun, Emmy award-winning musical extravaganza. But so Shambhala there is a legend of a place, but more so what we're talking about here with the Shambhala vision is a way of being that's related to the path of the warrior. So here's a little bit about that. Warriorship here does not refer to making war on others, 
Aggression is the source of our problems, not the solution. Here the word warrior is taken from the Tibetan powwow, which literally means one who is brave. Warriorship in this context is the tradition of human bravery or the tradition of fearlessness. The North American Indians had such a tradition and it also existed in South American Indian societies. The key to warriorship and the first principle of Shambhala vision is not being afraid of who you are. Do you hear that? Not being afraid of who you are. Ultimately, that is the definition of bravery, not being afraid of yourself. But we can be much more brave than that. We must try to think beyond our homes, beyond the fire burning in the fireplace, beyond sending our children to school or getting to work in the morning. We must try to think of how we can help this world. If we don't help, nobody will. It is our turn to help the world. At the same time, helping others does not mean abandoning our individual lives. You don't have to rush out to become the mayor of your city or the president of the United States in order to help others, but you can begin with your relatives and friends and the people around you. In fact, you can start with yourself. The important point is to realize that you are never off duty. You can never just relax because the whole world needs help. Isn't that interesting? I remember this this idea like if you were staying in a little camp and someone was and you're a doctor, okay, that's your your skill, your talent, your your uh, superpower. And someone's super sick, and you're in a small camp and community. Like, are you gonna not tell someone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a doctor. I can help. You're going to help. And so, I think this process of for me getting to know who I am was in part also accepting some of the talents and offerings and skills that I have. And as I found more alignment with my spirituality, as I've found more alignment in life being a recovering, uncovering, sober drug addict, um, a lot of alignment arrived and it helped me clarify what it is that I have to offer the music, the unique music that I was destined to share. This is part of it. Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. It's Friday night at 9.11 p.m. Pacific time, and I'm podcasting. (laughs) I want you to know that I have found some meaning and some of what I love, and you know that's mindfulness. If you're new to me, hello. Hello. My name is Alexander Bluefeather. (laughs) So I have a new website, a refreshed, updated, juicy website. It's coming. It's coming real soon. In fact, it's already there. So (laughs) you can head over to viralmindfulness.com and check it out. There's so much goodness there that's for you. So let me just give you a couple more quotes. And part of me being engaged in this is offering what you'll see at viralmindfulness.com are some of the best things that I have to offer. And I plan to spend my 50s doing that, which includes watercolors and one-on-one sessions. I don't have too many of those available, so you'll have to follow the wait list instructions. And I'll have seasonal wise circles, therapeutic mentoring, group, time together. Okay, I'm coming back to Shambhala 
creating How to Be a Warrior, The Sacred Path of the Warrior by Chukyong Trungpa Rinpoche. Here's a couple more quotes. Listen to this. Discovering real goodness comes from appreciating very simple experiences. We're not talking about how good it feels to make a million dollars or finally graduate from college to buy a new house, but we are speaking here of the basic goodness of being alive, which does not depend on our accomplishments or fulfilling our desires. When we see a bright color, we are witnessing our own inherent goodness. Moving on, Shambhala vision is tuning into our ability to wake ourselves up and recognize that goodness can happen to us. In fact, it is happening already. And here we are, back to where I kind of started. A genuine sense of humor is having a light touch, not beating reality into the ground, but appreciating reality with a light touch. The basis of Shambhala vision is rediscovering that perfect and real sense of humor, that light touch of appreciation. If you look at yourself, if you look at your mind, if you look at your activities, you can repossess the humor that you have lost in the course of your life. To begin with, you have to look at your ordinary domestic reality, your knives, your forks, your plates, your telephone. (laughs) your rotary phone, your dishwasher, your towels. This was written in the 80s. Ordinary things. There is nothing mystical or extraordinary about them. But if there is no connection with ordinary everyday situations, if you don't examine your mundane life, then you will never find any humor or dignity or ultimately any reality. Here it is. Shambhala vision is trying to provoke you to understand how you live, to understand your relationship with ordinary life. I love it. I think it's fresh. I think it's liberating. It's not saying to deny your pain or the trauma, the grief, those you've lost, all that we've traveled the last two and a half years with this COVID world and now into the post the uh, the great awkward, as Brene Brown says it, or the great resignation in regards to work. Shambhala vision is trying to provoke you, to perk you up, to understand how you live, to understand your relationship with ordinary life. This day, this hour, that's why viral mindfulness exists. My life thrives by staying in the present day, the 12 hours I have awake, working one day at a time, working on Friday things when it's Friday things, tomorrow, Saturday things. I hope this brings you a little love and light. Things can be heavy. There's a lot to process. May you find the wisdom to touch things with a light sense of humor. Don't deny the pain and run and ignore any of that. But as you touch it and feel it and be in the depth of it, make peace with the ordinary. Stop searching and grasping for the extraordinary spiritual experiences. Anyway, I hope this brings a little bit of love and light to your path this next few days. So um, thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time here on the podcast.